Is Christianity the cause of Africa's problem? Africa is the second largest continent in terms of area and population. It's also one of the world's richest continent in natural resources. Some of the continent's resources are gold, oil, and timber. Some of the countries are so blessed that most of the land is also a blessing and has a capability of feeding the whole world population. Among all these natural resources, Africa is the poorest and underdeveloped continent in the world. Now, when it comes to the GDP and per capita income of the continent, it's in fifth and sixth position, respectively, according to IMF report of 2019. Then you ask yourself, why would a continent with vast resources that supplies the world with its raw materials, such as cobalt that powers our electronic devices is not among the top two. Africa's problem has been caused by factors such as corrupt leaders and regimes, illiteracy, lack of capital, and instability. In this recent time, a new argument has come up about the effect of religion on the people of the continent, mainly the religion of the Abrahamic sect that's Christianity and Islam. These opinions are being championed by people like Avram Ben Moshe and Mapunga Joshua. They mostly use conspiracy books as their evidence. Then I ask, how someone uses a book termed conspiracy to prove their case? Because conspiracy simply means alleged and not proven. But whatever is motivating them, we will leave it to God. Now, this is where the blame for Christianity comes in. As these people believe that it is the tool of the wife to make us not to think and innovate, just to keep us in slavery. But is this really the case it is said that because of Christianity, most Africans are poor. These people also say Christianity is a brainwashing tool and even the Bible is a storybook and a cash cow for pastors. But my question is this, as a Christian, do you believe this is the mind of God for his people, Africans? It's alleged that the budget of the top five churches in Nigeria is the same as the budget of the whole Nigerian government. Let us have a little history lesson here. Before the advent of Christianity in Africa, what was the God of our ancestors? Our ancestors were into idol worship and other divinations which had its own form of practices that were inhumane to humanity, such as human sacrifices, animal sacrifice, cannibalism, and marking of the skin. With all these acclaimed powers of these gods, they couldn't protect themselves from rain and other weather conditions. They needed man to carry them. Now, when the missionaries started arriving in 1700s by mailing the Anglicans, Methodists, Catholics, Presbyterians, and others, they brought an enlightenment that defiled our ancestors' religious beliefs. They gave our forefathers a reason not to worship those gods because of what 
the gods demanded and made them do. The missionaries spread the love of Christ Jesus to them and opened their eyes to the love of God the Father through the ultimate sacrifice of Christ Jesus, his Son, and the power of his Holy Spirit. They did them not to put themselves through all those formal practices to experience the power of a God. So, there was no more human sacrifices, animal sacrifice, cannibalism, marking of the skin and others. For the Bible says, idolatry is foolishness. Isaiah chapter 44, 9, verse 10. You know, the free gift of salvation and the cleansing of sin, which did not have to come through the works of the former, but faith in Christ Jesus. Now, one wonderful thing. During the time of our forefathers' loyalty to these gods, there was slave trade by the Europeans. Yet these gods could not fight for the interests of its people and give them wisdom to overcome these Europeans' slave buyers and traders. There is one secret about idols. They are seekers of the highest bidder and not justice. What do I mean by this? These gods have other gods or demons that they have partnership with. The Bible says when a demon leaves a man and does not find a new home, it goes to find and bring along seven demons more wicked than itself. Matthew chapter 12 verse 45. Meaning, idols also know teamwork. Collaboration and outsourcing as Edda Bright Sebuava will say. So our forefathers were not only the people serving these gods, probably the Europeans were also their servants. So whoever gives them more sacrifices is their side they will choose, not justice. But we Christians, our God is a God of justice. The gods also have superiors and those more powerful than them. But our God is the king of kings, the king of all power and authority. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 to 22. The forgiveness of sins made simple because Jesus Christ is the only one who died and rose again. And by his death, there was a redemption of sin. One time, not like others where redemption only comes from a continual sacrifice of animals to purge the sins of man. If people are ignorantly or deceitfully vouching for these gods today, then I ask, where were these gods when our forefathers were sold into slavery to work on plantation farms with no pay? For slavery to end, it has to take the intervention and pressure from Christian missionaries for slavery to be abolished in Africa. Why didn't they give our forefathers intellect to innovate in technology before the arrival of the Europeans? With all the powers the gods gave our forefathers, they were still defeated in wars by the Europeans. So where was their power? There is one thing to having power without authority and having power with authority. The missionary also came with a lot of human development goals 
they proved to our forefathers they were not only interested in their spiritual development but also their physical development they established schools hospitals vocational institutions and other human development institutions the missionaries brought in value that transformed lives spiritually and physically the institutions provided a new worldview in terms of health education personal development business finance and others for instance the catholics have been a pioneer in the education and medical sector they started some of the earliest and first schools and hospitals in their cathedrals hence the word cathedral schools a lot of people benefited from these institutions from president to laymen had access to these institutions in fact the number of institutions built by these missionaries after numbers the institutions by our own governments today for instance most of the best schools in ghana are all mission schools and most of these infrastructure projects are being added all the time by churches recently the church of pentecost has adored plans dubbed vision 23 to embark on infrastructure projects such as schools hospitals vocational centers rehabilitations and new prison facilities so if christianity was meant to destroy africans why would it intend to educate and give knowledge to those who it wanted to enslave and brainwash let us apply common sense here and think through this carefully i know there are some problems in christianity but no one can blame christianity for the woes of the continent what is happening in christianity now has been already foretold by the bible about how pastors shall take advantage of ignorant christians the advent of false prophets false doctrines christians who have itching ears for what will please them misinterpretation of the bible the love of money the lust of the eye wickedness and other things so this is no surprise for some of us christians since we know that the word of god is being fulfilled matthew chapter 24 verse 15 to 28 and besides that there are bad nuts in every society you will definitely get people who have not gotten to the same understanding of others and for someone to say there is no god then they themselves are fulfilling the prophecy of blasphemy now it's our responsibility as christians to stay sound and focus on the true word of god and his true pastors and church